Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. It's Friday as we get set for the weekend, the weekend before. Well, boy, you know there's a lot going on next week. Besides the news, Mm -hmm. we're going to have Thanksgiving. I can't Uh, believe it's Thanksgiving yet, Bill. I really can't. It just doesn't seem like Thanksgiving. I always felt like there was a lead up to Thanksgiving and, and I was aware of it. But this time around, it's like. All right, now it's Labor Day. Now it's Thanksgiving. What what happened here? Jim, uh, that lead up to Thanksgiving is called a diet. Uh, I had to, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't the, that wasn't the lead up I was I doing. Know, I'll tell I you, know, I know, but <laughs> but that's the one. That's the one we all should do because you know all that bets will be, are off. That will be after Thanksgiving. That will be after. Thanksgiving. All bets are off. No, there's not because you're gonna go Black Friday shopping, and no, so when I, you're no, not shopping, I, Bill, you got him. One thing you will you've never seen me do in my life. My wife will back me up on this. Does I she have, go Black Friday shopping? She used to, but she's she she's gotten smarter. As she's so your older. job was to go out and get the papers so that you had all the ads. So they well, had no, no they they were good at doing that. I, in all honesty, I I abdicated the responsibility entirely for Black Friday. Just never got into it. Um, I do like. The sales you find online right now, where you can do it from the comfort of your easy chair. Oh yeah, but, yeah. you know. But uh, I don't know. Being in a mall with hundreds of other people bumping shoulders and grabbing sale items, and I don't know. Nah. I think those days are about over with, though. So if you get out and do it, because I think the uh, the days of brick and mortar are just about. Uh, have gone. My but anyway. My wife and daughters. Well, my wife not so much. She bailed. I have one daughter, my oldest daughter, who uh, she and my granddaughter. They used to leave like at midnight, midnight for these sales. I, I'm thinking. Wait a second. You're going. What time? Yeah, we're leaving about eleven uh, forty-five. We'll be there around twelve. You're gonna be in the mall at twelve shopping. You well, the stores are open all the time. That's when the sales are. Mm-hmm. So I, I do have people in my family who love the sales, but uh, not so much me. You know, I can I can pass on. That. I I've never been much of a shopper, Bill. Even when that was the thing to do, I just I I never really cared much for hanging around in the malls. Well, you know, we come from an age when you know shopping was going out, and that was the fun of it. You're going, wow, dude, look at this. Hey, Martha, come here. Look at this, man. This is cool. And you, you pick it up, you hold it, you feel it, and you go, man, uh, wouldn't so-and-so like this? Yeah. And I'd like it, too. Maybe we ought to get two of them. You know? <laughs> so, but that's what you would do. Now, you look at the young people today, and you sit there, and you go, well, they're never going to get the joy of that. They don't care about that because they can sit there in their Nikes or whatever they're wearing, and they go online and they got this virtual world of goodies. Oh, look at that. Oh, I want that. Well, yeah. I, I kind of like that. But, you know, they've also changed as far as fashion goes, too. Yeah. They don't have, they don't go into stores and buy all the blouses and skirts and dresses and slacks and things like that. They, right they, wear, they wear jogging suits and sweatshirts and. Very unsexy yeah. stuff. T- t-shirts. You know, the ca- com- hey, well, comfort you know. is the name of the game. Well, you know what? Uh, there's something to be said for that, too. But, I, uh, you I, I know, mock the sweats and the T-shirts. But you know what? Talking about the ladies, sexy is sexy no matter what they're in. That's true. He says that with a smile, hoping that, you know, it scores points with somebody. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, no, did, I don't think so. Did I you? can score no points. <laughs> hey, I can't even um, score. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, uh, special counsel. Uh, his name is Robert Huer, H-U-R. Yeah, uh, I, heard, I heard about this. Yeah, he uh, he was investigating Biden's stolen classified documents, you know, the, the stuff that was in the garage and the stuff that was in the Penn Biden Center and the stuff that oh, was up in yes. Chinatown and Boston, all over the place. I mean, in and unsecure was, locations and this was they had stuff, to take to the JFK Center. And this was stuff that was... From a skiff, which is like a secure conference room. It's not mm-hmm. supposed to leave the conference room. And they found it in Biden's garage. This and guy, it came from even his vice presidential years, which he had no business authority right. to do whatsoever Bill, with, but he did. Bill, it came from his senatorial years, too. He was a senator with some of yeah. this stuff. And uh, 
So they've decided, and this is a leak, mind you. This is not definitive. This is coming to the uh, Wall Street Journal from, uh, I think it was an unnamed source. You know, that's what that means usually is that the office of this special uh, counsel Mm. has purposely leaked it intentionally. They're wanting to get this out to soften the soil a bit, you know. Uh, But anyway, it's going to happen. He's going to be let go. Biden's going to be off the hook for uh, any kind of charges. And it just points to a massive double standard. They, mm-hmm. They're saying that Trump had classified documents in Mar-a-Lago that he had a right to bring, by the way. He was the president at the time. And Biden, who was never the president, had documents all over Hell's Bells. He had it in Delaware and in Washington, D.C. and in he, Boston. He even had the, the cojones when they said, well, Trump had these documents. He was going, well, you know, and he, and he, he spoke out about uh, having illegal documents. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And yet he, he, knew, he knew damn good and well he was guilty. Yep. And it, then it came out. But he also knows damn good and well that he can make a phone call in that system just because we say he's not a good president. And he's not a good president. Even the Democrats will wholeheartedly say, yeah, he's not really a good president. But, mm-hmm. you know, he is, okay, let me ask you a question. The term, the big guy. Right. Is that like uh, the term, the boss? Yeah. <laughs> you are, yeah. The big well, guy, yeah, the you, boss, yeah. Okay, yeah. so he's the big guy. Right. So he can make that phone call going, hey, you know what? Uh, make this go away, or we'll make you go away. You know, and... You know, he's able to pull these strings, and I made the the, the comment, big guy, to mm-hmm. uh, the boss, because, you know, in the January 6th, uh, or the, 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 the thing down in Atlanta, mm-hmm. they're trying to take the thing going, yeah, well, the, the boss said uh, no, you know, uh, because, and they even have the audio where he's, you know, uh, Sidney Fowl is going, you know, he, he always believed the election was stolen, and that's you know, why he was, you know, trying to find the evidence, you know, it, paraphrasing, Which, but that's what she said. But what's wrong with that? By the way, Nothing. There, there, there's more evidence today. This is a side note. There's more evidence today that came out. Let me see if I can find well, this. That, that apparently well, there a, whole, a whole bunch of machines in, in Atlanta were screwed up. During the but there's, they're taking the narrative of, uh, like, they, they had an expert mm-hmm. that's an employment expert and said, well, you know, you have a real problem when somebody refers to somebody I used to think was good, but it's bad now. Why is it bad? Well, because it's Trump. And the, the fact that you refer to him as the boss. Well, uh, Joe is referred to as the big guy. Yeah, right. You know, the big guy, you know, come on now, you know, you're doing double standards again. And from what I heard, those damning tapes, I said, well, you know, this might be bad. They weren't bad tapes at all because he believed, but he, you know, let's just say the election wasn't stolen. Mm -hmm. All right. But the simple fact is Trump's actions would have been what mine were, yours would be, or anybody listening would be. Sure. If you ran for an office and you knew damn good and well you won or you believed it, oh yeah, you know, one hundred and ten percent, would you not sit there and exhaust all means sure. to sit there and prove hey, it? And they, would you not sit there and say something, it'll be hell hey, or high water before I leave this office because I won, damn they're it. They're complaining. They're complaining that Trump said to the Secretary of State of Georgia, Raffensberger or whatever his name is. They're saying that he he did something illegal by saying, "Well, we've got to find those twelve hundred votes." There's nothing wrong with what that. What the if heck you know is that wrong with missing. that? You're talking about a massive vote count. You've got to find twelve hundred more votes. All right, we know that the postal service cannot deliver all that mail and get those votes in. We know that ballot boxes were stuffed. We know that ballots were printed. We know that there was fraud there, but yet. They say it's the safest way to go, and the Postal Service is cutting back on personnel. And here we go again. Now, does this not strike a familiar chord 
the CDC is warning and the statistics are out there that right now, COVID, a new strain, is on the rise. Well, how far out? We're not, we're, 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 we're past the 12 month point of an election. Are we getting ready to? Of course they are. are Yeah. They're going to do the same. They're going to drop another shoe. They're going to try to panic the people. They're going to dust off uh, that little Fauci dude, you know, and they're going to stick him back out on the stage. Fauci's being sued. Fauci is being sued. Yeah, but they're going to dust him off, really, and they're going to wind him up, and suddenly he's going to start talking about all these threats and how we're in such danger. Um, This is how they work. But the difference. There's a crew. And they do think you're stupid, folks. They think you don't pay attention. They think you're not paying attention. The mere fact that you're listening to a program like this, which, by the way, oh, is geez. nothing special in that in that we're talking. Well, no, no. Apparently we're, it is. You well, know why. Well, yeah, we're talking the truth. We're, tra- we're talking honesty. We're not making stuff up out of a uh, whole cloth. We're just finding out what's happening out there and talking about it and then expressing our opinion. That's all we do. We don't create uh, news. Mm. But there are people who would like you to think that uh, this is oh, this alt-right stuff. They're doing. No, this is called news and commentary. They've been well, doing it on the radio, by the way, and I worked in radio for a long time. They've been doing it on really? the radio for 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You know, because... They sit there and they talk about the right and they go, oh, you know what? That's all conspiracy. The election was stolen and all of that. That's what they say, Mm -hmm. right? Now, when they're going after Trump, you know, and uh, they're putting together a trial, they don't have evidence. So they, they, they they take little bits of pieces of stuff here and there and they put it all together and it's basically a conspiracy. <laughs> it's an assumption. It's they're going, well, like I, I was reading one thing where, well, uh, the, the words of Trump, and I heard him, and uh, he said uh, in an interview at one time to ABC, as a matter of fact, he said, well, you know, on January 6th, I was actually going to go over to the rally, but the uh, Secret Service says, no, you can't go there. But I still thought about going over there because, you know, uh, I, when everything broke out, he goes, because I think they would have listened to me. And, well, he didn't say I think. They would have listened to me. And I, I felt that I could have, you know, calmed them down. You know, and uh, they're saying that's an admission. But what they Although, would have done, but what they would have done is they would have arrested him on the spot. They yeah. they were looking for any excuse right. to dump it on him. The fact that he was not on site goes in his favor you know oh yeah uh, well what my point is is that he said yeah i think that i could have uh, gone over there and the fact that as innocent as it sounds and it is innocent because they were saying oh he's an idiot yeah i wouldn't have gone over there wait a minute that means that he's admitting that, that he controls those people and that he's in charge that's an assumption which is conspiracy wait a minute you know, you're accusing us of conspiracy, and here you are conspiring with your theory? Mm-hmm. What's the diff, you stupid SOBs? <laughs> well, you know, come on. Please explain that to me. Well, because there's, there's so much that they do that is uh, it's okay for you, but not for you. I mean, they they literally have different sets of rules for situations. If you're somebody who is a leftist, and uh, they, they, you're on their side. They cut yeah. you slack. They let you go. I mean, look at look at. I'll give you an example. We had the night before last. We had violent demonstrations in Washington D.C. They literally uh, started uh, pounding on the doors and assaulting police officers, and they were trying to break into the Democratic National Headquarters. And there were senator. Uh, I'm sorry, representatives. I said senators. I was wrong. They had. They had U.S. representatives, sitting congressmen, who had to be rescued and had to be under protective custody, taken away from that crowd for fear of bodily harm. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
the as far as the rioters, and they were rioters. I saw a video. Uh, nothing. No, no problem. Nothing happened. They're not going to go to the uh, D.C. gulag and spend two and a half years in solitary confinement waiting for charges to be dumped on them. They're not going to go to prison for 22 years for nothing well, at all. No, they will be ignored and let go. I have a question. January 6th, when all of that happened, boy, they sure produced a lot of footage. And they they had the cameras that would single out the faces of everybody so that they could go and find them and knock on their door, grab mm-hmm. them and lock them up, right? I right. mean, there, there's a website still out there that has all their faces on it to get the public to help them find it. So mm-hmm. if your house is broken into, what do you do? You get If you don't have uh, video cameras, you get them. But if it's still broken into, you you lavish them up a little bit. So here we go. There was January 6th. They called it an insurrection. Here we go. Just a few nights ago, you had that big protest going on there, and they're, they're not doing anything. I would ask, well, let's take a look at the pictures and the footage and uh, the, you know, the, the cameras that you had that singled out on January 6th. I bet you they don't have that. I bet you they, they've destroyed it, turned it off. or Well, you know, it's funny you should say that because – this new speaker of the house we have, Mike Johnson, mm-hmm. he has he echoed uh, early on that he was going to release all that January six footage to the media, just like just like Kevin McCarthy promised. All that video will be will be sent to the media. Well, he's been in office now what three weeks? Nothing. Nothing. Crickets. You know why? What? Because there is somebody that has got control over Democrats and Republicans. And you might not know, like, I could run for Congress and get in there and go, I'm going to do this, 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 Happens this, all this, the time, and this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when I get there, somebody comes and, Mr. Knight, yeah, come on in. Yeah, we'd like to talk to you. Oh, you're pretty well dressed up there. And uh, who's that thug? That's my bodyguard. And uh, mm-hmm. we want to talk to you about a statement you made that you're going to release all this and do this, 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 and this. Here's why you're Here's- not going to do it. Here's why you're not going to do it. Isn't that a picture of your brand new granddaughter that was born last night? By the way, I did have one. Yeah, congratulations, uh, by the way, Bill. Uh, yeah, oh, beautiful kid. But either way, you know, now I have yet to go over and be able to hold that baby. But I'll tell you what, if somebody sat there and threatened their life, if there was nothing that I could physically do to them to stop them, then I would sit there. They would have my attention now, wouldn't they? Sure would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking that they they have a, a, a level of government that's more powerful than they are. Right. And they if they don't have something on you, mm-hmm. they still have something on you because you care about something or somebody or, I, I mean, how many times have you heard about somebody having, boy, it was a mysterious accident and they're gone. Or, boy, you yeah. know, it was a mysterious accident and they and their whole family were wiped out. Oh, I know. You well, know. well like just last night, uh, did you hear about uh, down in Stewart, Fort Stewart, no, I, Georgia? No. A family of four found dead in uh, military barracks housing. Really? So what don't did know, they know? Don't know. Don't know why. They just found him dead. Wow. See, that, that that just dotted the I's and crossed the T's in what I just said. Yep. Um, I, was, this, I, I was trying to find it when you were talking. I, if I looked distracted. I, I was talking a lot. Yeah, I, I, I'll I, make it up for yesterday. Yesterday I was yeah. in a funk, but, you know. Well, I know. You're, you're on a roll today, and that's good. That That's what this show is all about, my friend. Um, well, I, I love Fridays because we're off the cuff. We, we kind of are, but that's good. Uh, Lara Logan has uh, a Twitter page or an X page. I still call it Twitter. I know they probably don't like me doing that. You know, but I got to tell you, she posted something, um, I guess it was last night, uh, and I I've, I think I've seen this site maybe once or twice before, but I keep forgetting to refer to it. There's a web page called SITREP, S-I-T-R-E-P. Hmm. And it's a guy who literally sits in front of a green screen, but they they put behind him, you know, they they, they key all this flight information about military oh. planes and stuff like. Have you seen yeah. this? Have you seen this, Bill? And, I've heard and, of it. Yeah. And this guy, it, it's fascinating. If you want to see 
the latest update, it's uh, from the 15th, which was two days ago. And um, it's if you go to Laura Logan on her X uh, page, you'll see it, and it'll say aiding and abetting terrorists. That's what she put down there. And then she puts the link to this site. And it's about 35 minutes of this guy doing almost like a news report on where all of these military planes are going and the military activity and the government planes. And, uh, I mean, they break it down into C-5As and Black Hawk helicopters and fighter planes and where, you know, you can see it. I didn't really realize this, but you can see it, Bill, on like a global map of where our stuff is. We kind of talked about that yesterday. I mean, everything has uh, communication and transponders. It, It may be illegal for you to transmit on that but it's all and this will change i'm sure right now it's all public domain and uh you know as a hobbyist and that's what he's doing oh it's a hobby i i monitor all these flights and i put them up here so everybody can see them it's a hobby they're going to sit there and find a way to black that out they can tell what kind of plane it is i mean that's the transponder will say c5a transport um marker number and stuff i mean this is what Um, the there's designations, had. yeah, yeah. There's designations. You know what it is. He's 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 taken the time to put it all together, and it's there. Uh, so kudos to him. But you know, if he can do it, don't you think that China, Russia, oh. they have the same thing, and they're going to? Uh, why did the U.S. just send that plane up? See now, what? Of course, absolutely. But my question: I'm sure somebody has thought about what I'm going to say. Because if I were the president of these here United States, and I'm going, we got to get planes up that really nobody knows about. You might see a takeoff, or maybe you can't see it. It has a stealth movement about it. But why can't we sit there and have, we have to have some kind of locator on it. Why can't we do something that's on hey, a frequency or a way that Bill, can't be monitored that you don't know about? You and I both know that they have satellites in Russia, China, North Korea. Well, see, that's the other thing. They have satellites that have cameras in space, 20,000 20, miles up, we that can see satell- yeah, that can see a stamp on on an envelope and tell you what country it's from. And so, what I'm saying is that who's to say they don't uh, have satellites monitoring all the big air, air bases? And they have satellites that can see the heat signature of a gnat with gas anywhere in the world. You know, that's that's how. And you know, you're saying, "Oh, that- <laughs> that's a heck of a thought." <laughs> but 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 my point is, yeah, it is that finite that they yeah. can do. Yeah. So you know, you know, you, so nothing for- is a secret anymore, right? So forget about the comedy of the heat signature of a gnat with gas. No, they but, can see but, it and tell you. But here's where the thing: it was. forget the heat signature. They can see the plane taking off, the physical plane. If there's mm-hmm. no clouds in the sky. From the satellite, they can they can literally look at the uh, they can count the number of planes that are taking off from and they an airbase. Computer program to know to know what to look for. So in that satellite, the computer goes, "Wait, there's a plane taking off over there," and it will focus on that or at least give you the details so that you go, "Let's check that out." But it's got a broad broad lens on it, yeah. just like if you're watching the Nats with gas, it would say, "Well, there's one crawling out of a hole over there. There's one in a hole over there, and one in a hole over there." Pick, take your choice, but the, it, it's pretty sophisticated. How do you hide from that? Uh, I, how do you hide from a gnat with gas? I know exactly what you're saying. Um, well, now you know who to blame it on. <laughs> that's, that's true. But the thing is, these these people, they're wa- there's always somebody watching. You know, and and, and if they're wa- you wonder. I I thought to myself, what are they not looking at? Are they watching all of us now? Um, can they monitor all of our all of our activity? Can they well, see you getting into the car, going to work in the morning if they wanted to from a satellite? Can they can they watch you do things that you think are private? You know, I don't know whether people are aware of this or not, but they can with through heat signatures, they can look through walls and see whether there are people in rooms. For example, they can, uh, if you were, let's say, you were having uh, a romantic interlude with uh, somebody. No. Yes, up in the up in your favorite uh, domain, your room, in your house, and 
they can see through the, the walls that signature of that uh, romantic relationship, okay? They can see it. And with the right equipment, supposedly, they can hear through the walls, too. They can hear, con- like that, uh, they can hear conversation. I always like that movie where the helicopter, you know, and they, they could see through everything. But, yeah, they can. Makes you wonder, too. Well, well snipers can take you out. Through yeah. a wall, you know, a lot of the most homes are they have wooden walls and they have uh, plasterboard and nothing that's going to stop a, a high powered rifle. They literally, there's no, there's very few places safe in your house right now. Right. Well, I wonder if they have a way of detecting, you know, they, they can see heat signatures. Do they have a way of detecting people, no matter who you are, where you are? A satellite has. Something that it can track about you, and it knows where you are, what you. Oh, that's you know, what I was what saying. Yeah. Can they follow you, getting to your, going to your car in the morning, and follow you into work, and follow you walking down the street? You well, know, we, we talk can. about we talk about um, things that are specific to certain people: fingerprints, gestures, mm. winks, whatever. You wonder whether these AI computers can pick up on things and tell, like you said. Uh, that are specifically your movements that are, sp- I have, for example, I have knee replacement, right? I right. have two of them, actually. I, I, yeah, I got a matching set. Uh, that's changed my gait when I walk. And uh, does an AI look at something like that and say, okay, that's Jim walking. That's his gait, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it remembers that and, and it's added to my my profile. So that they can track you. I'm just saying, there's there's a lot that they can do. They can track your voice, folks. You have a voice print that is specifically you. You can even try to hide your voice by disguising it. And there are some programs that will pick it up as being you. It's like a fingerprint. You know, they uh, they've got some amazing tools to work with nowadays. Makes it harder and harder to be a spy. If you wanted to be a spy, it's got to be tough. Because they can pick up on you, and uh, there aren't too many places that uh, you can hide. Speaking of strange things, i gotta, I got to play this for you. Uh, residents all across Beltrami County, I guess that's how you pronounce it, B-E-L-T-R-A-M-I, Ohio. Beltrami County in Minnesota. This happened on Monday night, about 20, right. minute, 20 minutes to 7. All of a sudden, out of the darkness, there was a bright flash. You can see it online. You just put in B-E-L-T-R-A-M-I County, Minnesota UFO sighting. There was a bright flash and then everybody heard this. Now that's not the greatest recording. That's off a security camera. Play it again. And it was loud. It wasn't like a muffled boom. Off in the distance. Is that something taking off? Like a rocket? They first said, you know, they have certain things they do, and I don't know why they do this, but they almost instantaneously will come out and say things like, oh, that was a meteor. And that's what they did here. They said, no, it's a meteor. And then they examined it some more, and they said, uh, I'll read you what they said. They said, uh, They've analyzed the video frame by frame and determined the object is too horizontal to indicate it was a meteor. So they don't know what it is. But you'll notice whenever there's like a, an attack, you know, the, someone goes off with a, an assault rifle somewhere, the very first thing that the government officials will say, well, uh, it, it's not a, a, a terror situation here. We've determined that it's not a terror situation. They will come out within the first hour or two and and say that it wasn't an act of terror. Now, any person who does any thinking at all will know that they cannot figure that out in that short period of time. They can't do right. it. They don't know what the motivation is. Sometimes they can't even find where the guy parked his car in two hours' time. But yet they'll come out almost instantaneously like, we got to calm the masses. All right, put that release out. It's not terror. It's not terror. Remember, we got that guy's no terror here, and that's what they do. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why 
they always defer to this kind of thing, but they do. Bill, uh, I wish I could tell you what that flash and bang in Minnesota was, but if they don't know it, you know I haven't got a clue. It could have been it could no. have been a, a weapon that was fired from uh, someplace else, maybe destroyed. You know, uh, something was fired from another country and by accident, and somebody exploded it before it made contact. Well, that's kind of a scary thought because if that's so, it uh, got pretty damn close to. Is there anything around there that would be worth hitting? Well, I mean, I I, I don't know much about uh, that county. It's up in uh, the northern northwesternish kind of area in Minnesota, up near right. the Canadian border, I think. So uh, there's probably a lot of woods out there, but you know, uh, it, it could have been anything. It could have been anything. They don't tell us much truth about anything that's going on. Really, we we haven't got a clue. We mm. we we are left in in the dark. Uh, for example, on the border, do you know how many people came across the border in October? Two hundred this month. Two hundred sixty thousand. This That's past uh, October. quarter million people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So four months, you got uh, you got over a million people. Yeah, we'll do it in a year. Yeah, that's right. So how many? I mean, I don't even think you have that many people in North or South Dakota. Well, you you're, you're going to get uh, like three million people a year coming across the border at that rate. Uh, well, yeah, um, oh, well, yeah, a million every quarter. So yeah, that's uh, about, about roughly. Well, three. Actually, well, three to four. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get. And they're they're doing absolutely nothing. Now you have to ask yourself another question, folks. You were you've been told by all these big mouths on television, representatives, how they're going to change things when we're in office, when we're in power. We've got to stop this. I mean, they're really good at going in front of cameras and saying what they're going to do to protect us. But then when they're given the opportunity to do so. They don't do it. Like this guy uh, who's the head of uh, the Homeland Security, Mayorkas, they had a chance to remove him this week. And they didn't. They didn't. They just but, passed. But what happened, what happened a week, uh, was it a week ago or two weeks ago, with, uh, you know, the, the, the sex menu thing that was up in Boston, and then all of a sudden a lot of people turned around because they started saying you know, they they – Bill, that that story was squelched. Is yeah. that the, the one? That, that's the one with the uh, the uh, sex ring that was supposedly right. had had uh, p- politicians and stuff uh, as clientele. A lot of congressmen and apparently, and there were, I guess, a couple of lady congress uh, people too. But either way, all of a sudden they they voted on things that you sat there and what the hell are they doing? If I get the impression we have some frigging low life running our government. Well, really, con artist, scam artist, and low life. I mean, all well, over government. You know, I hate this. I hate the stereotype because, but people do that about uh, radio folk all the time. Well, and I got good friends that are attorneys. So sorry, Sean, but uh, you're a good guy. But uh, the simple fact is, is that a lot of the guys in that business uh, are, to use the phrase, vermin. Uh, they're, they're, they're vile, disgusting people. And they get into, in which well, I can do that. Um, being an attorney, being, a, being in the legal field, because a lot of oh, well. lawyers and people all of a sudden, I'm going to run well, for office yeah, because they, they, uh, you it's funny. You should say that, you know, they just, uh, found that I believe it was in Michigan that, mm-hmm. uh, they were trying to get, uh, Trump removed from the ballot for the presidential ballot, and I now, guess the Michigan Supreme Court said, nah, you can't do that. But you know who else is going to so, make a rule today? Well, Colorado. But that may, is that today? But you know what that came out yesterday? Yeah, but what came out yesterday, if I, can, if I can find it, is another, that was the Michigan judge who said, no, you can't, that's, you can't remove Trump from the ballot. So as mm. soon as that ruling came out, a guy in, I want to say Wyoming, I can't mm-hmm. find the story here, but a guy in Wyoming said, uh, I'm going to challenge it in Wyoming. So it's like a game they're playing all over the country. 
You know, it's like, what's that game, Whack-A-Mole, where you, you hit one down, another one pops up? They're going to keep going because they're playing the odds game. And they do do that a lot. They play this numbers game, and they're not going to put all their cards on the table at once. Yeah. But they got a lot of cards up their sleeve, and this is one that they're going to keep playing because sooner or later they're going to hit. Once they hit, others will go, oh, okay. Now, the other thing that they're doing, just in case they don't get it done this time around, mm-hmm. you, you know, the Democrats – have realized the power that the state wields. And when when I say that, governorships, how many senators and how many Congress people have said, I'm not running for re-election. I'm running for governor. Because they're, a, they're the equivalent of a president, but of a state. And you don't think that carries some weight? They're changing the game. They're Like I said the other day, they're building islands in this stream. And like China is like to wants to extend their land by building these little fake cities out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, these aren't fake cities; these are states. They're mini nations, is what they are. So you might be the governor of Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Well, and you wield some power with that. Look at what it, uh, or More California. Healy. Yeah, sure. Gavin yeah, you look Gavin at, Newsom has done nothing but screw up that state, and yet he walks around as if he's done great things to improve Let the me tell you lives of all people in California. That state is, whether you have a Democrat, uh, well, I'll, I'll hinge that a little bit, but whether you have a Democrat, Republican, or a Green Party person, whatever in there, it is, it's, it's self-sufficient. You take that state out of the equation, our economy is in trouble, but there's other states like that, but that is one of the big powerhouses, if not one of the biggest, Although I think Newsom has done his fair share in destroying that, so they may not be quite as high up on that ladder as they used to be. Speaking of Newsom, did you see San Francisco? The pictures of San Francisco when uh, Xi was in town this week, they had on lining the streets of San Francisco Chinese flags, no American flags, Chinese flags, Why? to show their support to China. I guess no, that shows he owns us. Well, that's probably true. I got to tell you, it was it made me sick to look at the pictures because you know, when when it, Trump was president and he went to China, they bowed down to us, and you know, and you know, there's a lot of rumors about what he did and all of that, and when he went to the Queen and when he went to the Vatican, got sure. all that gold back. So, you know, and all of these places have the big money that supposedly consists the deep state of the world. You know, and Z is president of one of them deep right. states with all the money. So what better way to say we concede to you than to sit there and fly your flag? Trump's over. We've given this back to you. What would you have us do, okay. sir? And I do know the answer to that question. Question. I got a question for you. All right. Well, we've talked about this on and off throughout the week, but it, I, it keep, I keep coming back to this. All right. Do you think that Trump even if he gets the votes, will be elected president? I was going to ask you that question. Well, I'm asking you first. <laughs> okay. Okay. No hedging or anything. Yes. You've got to say whether you think he right. is or isn't, and we could be divided. Right. But I am going to sit there and say no. You're saying that even if he wins with the votes, even if he gets the electoral college, even if he wins the, the popular vote, he will not be president. I will say, I will go further to say he won't perceivably get the votes. And when I say perceivably, he may have this overwhelming landslide. Right. They're already laying the groundworks to say, well, this, 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 and this, so that they can sit there and soften the steel by saying, well, you know, all those lawsuits and everything, that's why they, at the last minute, when the push came to shove, people finally in their hearts, made up their mind. They've already got the narrative of what they're going to say and how they're going to do it in their mind. So it doesn't matter whether he wins or he loses. He's already lost. It's been determined. It's etched in stone by a burning bush in West Texas, and that's just the way it is. Okay, I happen to agree with you. No, there's no separation. No, there's no separation there. I think that he. here's what I, I think. I think he will win in reality – by a massive, overwhelming 
response. Uh, it'll right. be uh, it'll be he'll have the greatest vote count honestly of any president in history because so many people want him back. Think about it. We have 330 million people. Uh, supposedly Joe got 81 million. He didn't get 81 million, but supposedly he got 81 million last time and Trump got like 80. It was real close. You know, it was real close. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it, it wasn't. wasn't. No, you and I both know that Biden, he was in his basement. Uh, you know he stole he the election. He was trying to figure out how to put his underwear on the right way. Okay, so. You know, I mean, he, he doesn't know. But this is what the mainstream media, by the way, don't listen to him. Please do yourself a favor. Just put that aside. Think for yourself. These people on CNN, Fox, even Fox, honest to God, they are just in the tank. They're in the tank for not necessarily Biden, but for the deep state, for the deep state, for their narrative. But but that's neither here nor there. I think that Trump will win. He'll get the massive vote count, and I think they will do everything they can. They'll use every computer program they can. They will shift. They know how many votes they gotta they gotta have in the in the well. uh, warehouses this time. You know, for example, in Pennsylvania, last time around, I don't know that you're aware of this, in the last election, I think it was for Supreme Court, the one that we just had, this just happened this past election. I'm talking about November. The -hmm. the Supreme Court uh, election in Pennsylvania, it was the Republican candidate for Supreme Court was ahead by like 170,000 votes. And and at 9.30... The vote count on both sides stopped. You can watch it in real time. There's a video out there. And then what happens is all of a sudden it starts. she starts to lose votes. The Republican who had like 370,000 votes. Yeah, they take them away. They start, she starts losing her votes, and the other side starts to grow the votes. Now, how do you have votes that you got and all of a sudden lose them? Well, but Jim, that's, that's simple. These people changed their mind. They went back to the balloting office. Yeah, Can right. I change my vote? Yeah. They knocked at the door. They taped the post-it notes and said, oh, oh we got to change Susie Schwartz's vote. She lost by, she was ahead at 9.30 or 9.40. She was ahead by like 340,000 votes. She lost by 250,000 votes in the end. Now, there is no way in Hades that could have happened. Like Bill's, you know, we were, we can lie to it. There's no way once you cast your vote and they enter it in the machine that you can take that vote away. But that's what happened to the Supreme Court candidate, the Republican Supreme Court candidate in Pennsylvania this past election period, uh, what, November 8th? So mm-hmm. all I can tell you is this. They're still doing it, folks. And they're, and they're not going to stop because they control the system. They control the media. Exactly now, right. Some some of the media knows they're being that they're they're and, they're and you know Bill, participant. They some don't are stupid. care. They don't care if you catch them, because nobody is going to hold them accountable. Yeah. You ever watch the Hunger Games? Remember that years ago? Yeah. So I think I saw the first I mean, one. This I was never a huge fan of it, but I, I, I you know, I yeah. watched it. It was interesting, uh, but I do think that, I do think that President Trump technically will win. I hope that he, he's a smart guy, folks. Trump is. They say he thinks five moves ahead of his competitors, and I truly believe that's the kind of guy he is. You don't do what he did for as long as he did, with the success that he had. Without way, being a, a, but here's, a here's good his thinker. problem. He's one man. He's, he thinks five, six moves ahead. But don't think for a minute that they don't have somewhere some smart thinkers on the other yeah, side but, of the deep but state. Here's, here's what I'm hoping. This is what I'm hoping. And this is what they say is, is happening out there. Mm-hmm. They say there's a branch of the military. Now, which branch of the military did President Trump create? Space Force. Yeah. Space Force. There's a branch of the military, supposedly, that is the most technically savvy branch that we have, and that's the Space Force. 
they're not just working in space, okay? They have, and when President Trump said at the end of his election, don't worry, we have it all. He mean I well, I think he was I think that was kind of a slip of the tongue, or or maybe it was a a, a comment to those who were paying attention. Don't worry, we got it. Now we've talked about this before, Bill. They can't, they couldn't have made a change right away because people would have thought it was. You got to fill the burn. You got to fill the burn. Yeah. So these guys, they they decided. All right, look it. We're going to let this one run out. We're going to run the rope out on this thing, and people are going to feel the pain. They're going to see the corruption and the damage that these people can do. I mean, even Biden fans, it's hard to believe he has any, but I even know some. Biden fans, they look at the border, and they don't have an answer. They know it's wrong, but, well— I don't know why Joe's doing that. I mean, he's a good president, but I don't know why he's doing that. No, he's a bad president. He's never been a good president. And he's a traitor. Right. Uh, so, folks, uh, uh, and this is one other thing I got to point out before I forget. Unless you want to inter- <laughs> you want to interject, interject uh, No, because if I make you forget, I'll forget where I'm going to go here, too. So go ahead. <laughs> that happens when you get... Uh, Stay on the... Dr- no, no, no. We are. <laughs> there's an age thing out there that says we're in our midlife right now. Oh, oh that's good to hear. Yeah, that's, a, that's a statistic that was put together by an old guy. But anyway, I just, I just read this this morning, Bill, mm-hmm. that Iran has said that they're going to go after via assassination... Uh, their enemies and people said, "Ooh, Biden's in trouble." No, no, Biden is not in trouble. They're not going to go after Biden because he's doing what? He's giving them billions of dollars. He just did it this week. Ten billion more. No problem. Give them ten. Let's see. They attack our our bases in Syria and Iraq, and they promise right. to kill our allies. Oh, sure. Give them ten billion dollars more. That was Joe Biden. They're not going to do anything to Joe Biden. He's safe. The fear is they're going to go after Trump. The fear is they're going to attack Trump because they consider Trump to be uh, an enemy and somebody who could be uh, dangerous to them in the not-too-distant future. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, you know, going back to the Space Force, one of the things that bothers me and has bothered me uh, you know, you talked about it and what they're technically advanced and supposedly they have everything and I'll throw maybe some conspiracy out here, but the front end, if you remember when space force was conceived, the left poo pooed it all space force. There was even a TV show making fun of space force, a comedy. And, you know, of course that went the way of the Pugawi and we kind of all forgot about it. And now all of a sudden the Democrats have embraced Space Force and, oh, it's a great thing and everything, which makes me think that, well, even if they did have the people there and the intelligence, that means that they've infiltrated it, taken it over, and now it's on their side unless there is another contender out there and another Space Force outside, operating outside of the realms of our government. Did we talk uh, about uh, Did we talk about General Rogers, Admiral Rogers, you and I, uh, this week? Uh, he was uh, supposedly in the, uh, um, was it the National, uh, National Defense, uh, what's, the, what's the, big, uh, the big intelligence agency? Uh, it's bigger than CIA. It's the uh, uh, NEA, not NEA. <laughs> Yeah. No. no, not the National Education. Uh, no, that is not, that is a, that, a military big. branch of yeah. sort. No, anyway, he was he's the in the biggest intelligence uh, organization in our in our country. He was, and he was the guy who he sort of like infiltrated this intelligence organization and pretended to be one of them until he got to a point where. Uh, they had bugged uh, President Trump's skiff 
they had they had bugged his skiff, I think at Trump Tower. And mm-hmm. and they were listening to his conversations in his skiff. That's supposed to be undoable, but yet they did it. And so apparently from what this story and I don't know, I guess it wasn't us that talked about it, so I had to hear from somebody. Um Well, we should talk about it. Well, we're doing it right now. This guy Rogers, who was the head of the uh, uh, I'll think of it when the show's over. That's what happens all the time. Oh, that's what it was. He, in the middle of a meeting, when he heard that they were getting the transcripts from the conversations that was supposed to be secure in the Trump skiff, he said, gentlemen, I gotta, I have a meeting I have to go to. Uh, I'll get back to you. Rogers, who, like I said, was a big deal now because he'd gone through the ranks and it was a trusted, you know, confidant of these criminals. He got in his car and somehow he, he made his way to the location where President Trump was, where this skiff was. I'm not sure whether it was in Washington or whether it was in Trump Tower. Um, and, and he was met by security, said, I have to see the president. Do you have an appointment? No, I do not. Who are you? Um, he told him. General Rogers or Admiral Rogers or whatever he was. One second, please. Trump came out to meet him. Rogers didn't say anything. He just handed him the transcript uh-huh. papers. He said, look at this, Mr. President. And Trump looked at it, and it was at that point that Trump realized that his private uh, his private conversations were being monitored by his enemies. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not supposed to happen, Bill. No, that that is an insurrection. That is treason. That is, and that is, that is a plot to overthrow the government. You know, so forget about everything the left is accusing Trump of. You know, and I'm not saying that this is a Democrat thing, but there's Democrats involved and Republicans involved, and that means well, that we have a corrupt system in our government. You just said something which is very true and interesting. We on the outside look and say our team is Republican or our team is Democrat. It's not a team thing. No. No, no. They're on the same team. Yeah. They, there's a uniparty in Washington. Yeah. It's one party. I guess what I'm I'm thinking is the only way Trump is going to get in is if he gets help from the military. Well, the military, and I think maybe the January 6th thing is they they needed to make an insurrection because um, an insurrection is an illegal plot to overthrow the government. But um, let's say that we have a civil war where the people are fed up with their government or there's a divide in the country or it's an overthrow of the government by the people. What do you call that? Is that an insurrection? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they're afraid of. That's what the Uniparty is afraid of. At some point in time, the information, it gets so overwhelming and it's out there that enough is enough. And it really, at that time, it's insignificant whether Trump is running or not or whether he gets in or not because now the people have meat on this bone and it's in their best interest to get, you know, to flip this whole nation on its belly and spank it because it's you know, in trouble. It's funny, while we were talking just now, I was thinking about what happened to us, specifically you, yesterday. And um, and we think that, that these kind of things can only happen to people like Trump, big guys, powerful yeah, guys. Not necessarily true anymore, I think. Yeah, something uncloaked yesterday. You know, we've often said that, well, they probably monitor. And look, we know we have a big audience, but we also know that, too, that you know, we're not the, we're not the biggest banana in the bunch here. And that's just it. But with that said, they listen to everybody. Now, how do they do it? Well, you know, ironically, um, we had some kind of a glitch with communications. And so the communications switched over to, we went to an alternate source, but we still use our standard modem of, of communicating to, right. And anyway, with that system being compromised, uh, I was able to sit there without trying to. It just popped up. Uh, saw a series of routing numbers, and I was going. This is he got a list 
of locations that our conversation went Goes through. To. Yeah. And uh, what struck out is I'm going, well, who the hell would be listening in Washington, D.C.? So I'm going, do I call the number or not? You know, that, that's the question. Well, first of all, you checked the location. It wasn't specifically D.C. Yeah. It was like in Maryland, wasn't it? It's in Maryland. It's a town. And I said, well, what the hell is there? And so I started looking. And then I found out it was the Department of Justice. And then I found out when I called, you're calling a computer. So look at folks. <clears throat> we have nothing to hide. First of all, I mean, yeah. think, think about this for a second, all right? What we do, we put on the internet. All they have, they don't have to monitor our calls or, or listen to our private conversations. They can just listen to our show. And they probably Look, do, by the way. They probably get nothing, a copy. This is nothing new. Back in the early days of doing, I inherited, uh, knew nothing about talk, and I inherited a station that had a gentleman, well, a guy by the name of Jim Quinn. Sure. He was that. a disc jockey with Rush Limbaugh. They were good friends. They talked Very every talented day. disc jockey for years. Uh, Quinn is yeah. an exceptional guy. He's still around. He's got a show, and he actually owns the domain warroom.com. That's true. <laughs> and, you know, I walked in, and they said, okay, you got to rain on this guy, and I was doing all the corporate stuff, and I sat there. About a month into it, I sat there and said, this is baloney. Let this guy fly and do what he wants. Just, you know, make sure that he knows where the, the, the fence is and you can lean over it. And other than that, go to it. And so we did. And then, you know, we had some news partners for him. And I even put in a lady that if you listen to, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Sean Hannity. She's the fill-in for him. Uh, Rose uh, Tennant. Tenant, but yeah. they, I think she just goes by uh, just Rose now. Yeah. So I got some background in this, but the short the short hairs of it, uh, the Clinton uh, the Clintons were in office. I say the Clintons because Hillary called a lot of shots there, but we had we knew every day because somebody from their group identified it and said, yeah, they listen to uh, the to you guys in D.C. every day because Pittsburgh was uh, a market that they watched or listened to and monitored, and, and that show, we knew we always had at least four listeners in Washington, D.C. You know, Clinton's. folks, you may say, well, you guys are just two guys doing a podcast. What's the big deal? Well, we don't have advertising. We don't, we, we don't make money in the program. Huh. But we found out this week, for example, that on a, any given day, we may reach worldwide as many as 30 million people. <laughs> I know that sounds like a big, crazy yeah, number, but when you think, think of how so. big the world is and how many different platforms we are on, I mean, we're on in Russia, Sweden, China. I mean, we're on everywhere, Australia, New Zealand, Japan. So there are a lot of people who have the ability to hear the program. Mm -hmm. So this gets out... We don't really self-promote it that much, but yet we see emails from Utah and from California, Minnesota. We get them uh, from Connecticut, Rhode Connecticut, Island, around yeah. the world. Yeah, up in uh, yeah Massachusetts. Uh, there are people everywhere uh, that that listen that we don't even know about, but we also know they listen off of streams instead of the downloads. Right, and that that changes the skewing of numbers. But uh, I don't care. But I guess, know, I guess what I'm saying is that we're kind of surprised at our reach and how many people have the ability to hear the show. But I think the guys in Washington have the real solid figures, and they know how powerful the show is. Yeah, and let me say something. Uh, we don't do anything that would cause any harm or anything, so I do, do I feel like... Well, I got to be careful walking outside. Hell no. No. You know? no look at any, anybody who's listening to the show, even if you're in Washington, I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, yeah. if you didn't, it's just our opinion. 
Hey, you make know? up a fake name. Make up a fake name and send me an email. Communicate with us. Yeah. Communicate with us. Or if you if you got a punchline to one of the stories we talked about, who knows? Hell, I might use it. Yeah. Because hey, we'll put I like you, to throw humor in it. Hey, because we, let me tell you, we'll take you, you gotta laugh you, at the news. We'll take you and your pseudonym, and we'll put you on the air and make you a character on the program. Um, yeah. But you know, hey, pseudonyms are popular in Washington. Hey, I'm you know sure. Pseudonyms. Yeah. Um, the thing is, folks, remember, uh, we're living in a we're living in that world of 1984, only it's a little later. The change, the Big Brother situation was delayed. In 1980, in George Orwell's book, 1984, he thought mm-hmm. the change would come by 1984. Well, it was slowed down a bit. I'm sure there was some change, but nowhere near the change that he thought he'd see in 1984. But that change is here now. You know? Yeah. Big Brother has the ability to watch and look over your shoulder whenever he wants to yeah hey two big stories that are out there at least i think they're big you know the mayor of uh new york city he announced city will reduce uh, the nypd officers yeah, to below that. thirty thousand. gonna slash education so they want you uh they want you unprotected and dumb i guess in uh yeah new york city and there's a mysterious fatal respiratory illness that's going around now i saw that i mean yeah and it's uh and it's interesting. Is this because, the one with? Is this the one with dogs? Yeah, and it's killing them like you know crazy. But it's got all the symptoms that you would say of COVID, but it's not COVID. Have we experimented with and unleashed out there uh, a test on the on in our own nation uh, of making the family pet a carrier for a disease? That oh my God, there's some sick people out there. Honest to God. No, that's not how this story yeah. goes, but they have no clue. And I'm going like, one more thing. Did you hear about the uh, New York appeals judge on Thursday, temporarily lifting New York judge Arthur Engeron's gag order on Trump? He lifted it. It's uh, yeah. He said, uh, Hey, look at, he has uh, constitutional rights, first amendment rights here. And you're violating them, Judge Engeron. Well, but, so, but, but why it's but temporary that, is beyond me. Why you just well, because and now the judge, the Engeron, and uh, and the crew around there are sitting there going, "Well, we need protection." See, yeah. they they want to paint this picture that Trump is an evil guy. And look, you know, step back, step back, and bring the whole picture into focus. See what's going on around, and see who's pulling the strings, and forget about your personal feelings for Trump or against Trump, and just look at how the cards are being dealt, and you're going to see who's dealing from under their sleeve. It ain't Trump. (laughs) It ain't the right. No, it's not. It's not. And Engeron, he's, you know, he's a biased person. He's a puppet in this whole thing, too. You know, they're they're all. Hey, one more little piece of audio. You know, Biden... Uh, that wild man that he is was uh, out in California uh, meeting Xi and some other people. And uh, he got on the stage and he was talking about how great uh, Gavin Newsom is. And I guess it was a slip of the tongue. It kind of was, he gave kind of an endorsement for Newsom for president. Listen. Yeah. I want to talk was... about Governor Newsom. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. <laughs> Matter of fact, he could do anything you want. He could have the job I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, he's been one hell of a governor, man. No, he's been one hell of a governor. I mean, you got to put the uh, right uh, expression in there. He has screwed California up big time, but that's for another show. Um, well, if- what job is Biden looking for? The captain of uh, the the good ship Hell in a handbasket. I think that's, I think he would like to be uh, a singer at uh, like weddings, you know. Anyway, we haven't played that in a long time. Anyway, if you want to contact us, our number is 833 538 7868. 833 538 
Jim and Bill at Mel.com and Mel at Jim and Bill.com. You know, there's only one other thing to say. What's that? Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs> 